from the Virginia Tech Corporate Research Center in Blacksburg, Virginia. It's Tuesday, September 26, 2023, and this is TSL Today. We hope you enjoy the new audio format of TSL Today as we shift toward a quick and easy news update on everything Hokie sports for your commute home. I'm your host, Carter Hill, and today we discuss Brent Pry's Week 5 press conference, including why the Hokies went away from the run game this past weekend, an update on Grant Wells, and what the Pitt Panthers bring to the table with their quarterback situation up in the air. That's all coming up next on TSL Today. We're obviously, all of us, uh, disappointed in Saturday's result. No one in this building is satisfied with the start to the season. Uh, but we own it, and we're committed to getting better. We always are. Uh, that's as coaches. That's as players. You know, that's We work so hard at that Saturday night, Sunday, Monday, you know, and get a great plan for the week to get better and to have a, a plan that we can execute and be successful with. Now that was Virginia Tech head coach Brent Pry opening up his weekly press conference after this past weekend's 24-17 loss to Marshall that dropped the Hokies to 1-3 on the season as we begin to start up conference play. Now I know the guys really dissected everything on the podcast yesterday afternoon, but one of the main criticisms that the fan base had about the 7-point loss, Pry specifically addressed earlier today. Let's listen. I think we were, I felt like we were running the ball well and that we did get away from it. Um, we talked about it at halftime. Let's get back to it. We need to do that. And to be honest, in the third quarter, we we came back and tried to run the ball, and we weren't successful. So, but uh, I think you know, you've heard me say it a number of times, we have to be committed to it. 184 yards on the ground against the Thundering Herd, and you take away the five sacks, the Hokies put up 217 yards on the ground and averaged 6.1 yards per carry. Tech also had four runs of 20 yards or more, and coming into Saturday's matchup, they actually didn't have a single one. Coach Pry on what he really liked about the run game on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I think obviously Kyron's ability to, to pull the ball, I think Kyron's ability to, you know, make something out of nothing, um, you know, that that's a positive. I think, you know, Bayshaw on the perimeter, Bayshaw up inside, we blocked up their odd front pretty well at times. And uh, Bayshaw you know, was able to, to kind of run through and, and gain a positive play, a, an explosive run. But you know, I think mixing it up, uh, you know, we worked a reverse in. It, you know, it wasn't an explosive play, but it was a positive play. I think we got to continue to – to work a little bit sideline to sideline, make people defend a lot. Um, you know, that's the that's the balance is, is you want it to be complicated for them, particularly a defense like Pitt, but you also want to build on some things that you did well, find some consistency and some things where you can continue to improve. 88 yards on the ground for Bayshaw Tootin, 75 on the ground for Kyron Drones, who also found the end zone twice with his legs. And that kind of circles the conversation back to the quarterback position. Is Grant Wells closer to returning? Let's listen. Unfortunately, I would tell you, I don't think he was much closer this week. Um, you know, there was some progress, but not enough to get excited about. I think he was a little bit better Sunday. Pushed the envelope more. I think he was a little better Sunday. So today's a big day, I think, to see where he can get. 
Now, it still appears that when Wells does return, there will be a conversation on who will be the starting quarterback going forward. Do you go with Wells, who best helps you in the air, or do you stick with drones who can help you on the ground? It's a repetitive subject, I know, but it's something that was asked to pry again this week. Here's his thoughts. You know, Grant was playing awful well before he got hurt. He was throwing the ball well, and we had a nice second quarter there. You know, he gets dinged up, and it looks different from then on. But, uh, you know, Kyron did some great things on Saturday, not just with his feet, but he threw some nice balls. He made some good decisions. Um, you know, I think that uh, there's some things with his reads that we can help him with as coaches to clean that up, and then he has to make some, some better decisions, you know, within that framework. Uh, so there's certainly room for improvement, but I was excited about, you know, kind of the, the platform, the potential uh, that, that Kyron can bring to our offense. Yeah, so that's pretty much still a question mark. But to Chris Coleman's point week in and week out, there's not really even a conversation to be had there until Wells is actually healthy. And it still doesn't appear like he's to that point just yet. So we'll see what happens there. All right, let's turn our attention to the Pitt Panthers, a team also one in three and also on a three-game losing streak. And it's not exactly a secret the Hokies have had their troubles with Pat Narduzzi's squad each of the last three years. But this isn't exactly the same team that ran all over Tech a year ago with Israel Abanacanda. Still tough, still physical, but definitely a different football team. Here's Brent Price's first thoughts. Uh, they don't do a whole lot. They're pretty simple. I think everybody in the business kind of knows this is they're a little bit like Iowa that way. This is what they are defensively. This is who they are. They're not going to change, but they're going to be very good at what they do. Um, you know, and, and that's that's complemented by a commitment to the run game, and. Uh, you know, just staying on schedule and and playing complimentary ball. Um, I think he's done a nice job there. He does a nice job recruiting, and um, you know, despite a couple of injuries that they have, they're they're bringing a good football team in here. Speaking of injuries. Pitt has had its fair share of issues staying healthy at the quarterback position as well. I mean, you bring in Boston College transfer Phil Dracovic. Everybody knows that name. He went down last week in the loss to North Carolina, and he's apparently, quote, iffy to play this weekend, according to head coach Pat Narduzzi. So what will be the challenges of preparing for both Dracovic and backup Christian Veyer, who's a transfer from Penn State? Here's Coach Pry. Yeah, I think they're very similar in what they would bring to the position outside of the fact that that Veyu doesn't have near the experience. And obviously I know Christian from our time at Penn State and you know he just he's a talented guy. He can run. He's got a strong arm. You know, he was one of the guys on our list as we were looking out in the portal months ago and um, you know, but uh, you know, Jerkovic just has such good experiences and I think uh, you know that would be the difference there when you look at a young, inexperienced guy defending him versus a guy that has seen much more. So will it be Jerkovic or Veyer? Time will tell as the Panthers play the waiting game as to who will be tasked with stopping Pitt's three-game losing streak after falling to Cincinnati, West Virginia, and North Carolina. Let's get in a quick ad read before we go. This episode of TSL Today is brought to you by The Hokie Way. The Hokie Way is pleased to announce that their countdown to kickoff donation campaign reached its goal and was a success. They raised just over $265,000 in donations. Of that, $250,000 was matched, ultimately resulting in over $515,000 
in funding. The Hokie Way shared with us that in the last week alone, Texas Sideline generated 510 donations, totaling approximately $65,000. So well done, TSLers. Oh man, we got so much more content coming up on TSL this week. The podcast crew gets it going this Thursday for a full preview of Saturday's matchup between the Hokies and Pitt. And I'll actually be right back here tomorrow for another edition of TSL Today as David Cunningham joins me to talk about the schedule releases for both men's and women's hoops. I'm Carter Hill, and that was your Tuesday installment of TSL Today. <laughs>